They're prominent, they're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua, saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. I've known Tersha Snyawose for nine years. Back then, he was a towering and muscular personal trainer, but this year, he's being admitted as an attorney specializing in nurturing and conveyancing. He's swapped his tracksuits for pinstripe suits at one of the country's top legal firms. I've watched his journey, struggles and determination with some awe and admiration, and I've always been curious about what has driven him so far. He's been chasing his dream of being a lawyer since he was a little boy. I guess I always wanted to become an attorney. When I came to, to Johannesburg in 2000, that's primarily what I came here for. But the circumstances were a little bit different then. And uh, I delayed it a bit until I could actually get the finance uh, to actually study. And uh, that's when I did personal training. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then when I... Um, about 2009, then I just decided that I'm actually just going to embark on it. Mm-hmm. And I, yes. What motivated you to do it? Because you could easily have carried on as a personal trainer. For me, I've always, like I said, wanted to be a personal trainer, uh, sorry, um, an attorney. But when my daughter was born in 2009, that's where it really hit me that I really have to pursue my goal. So she was actually the force behind everything for me. And that's when I decided I just need to, to register with UNISA and then and, and just I'm start doing it. And what is it about the legal profession that appealed to you so much? For me, growing up in Port Chepson, well, my, when I was in Standard 3, one of my teachers said that I like to represent people and I like to talk on behalf of others. Perhaps I should become an attorney. And as I went home, I thought that wouldn't be a, a, a bad idea. And, I, and I've actually, from about that time, I've always had a passion to just become a, a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And many people would say that uh, once they, they're already working and they're already earning an income, I think, oh, I won't bother with that anymore yes. because I'm comfortable and I'm independent. What drove you in that instance? I wanted more. I wanted more for myself. And I love being a personal trainer, but at the same time, I knew that uh, there was a ceiling and I knew that that's not what I primarily came to Joburg for or to Gauteng and I knew that my calling was to to be a lawyer but like I said because of certain reasons and circumstances I didn't start as early as I thought I would and then 2009 I thought this is actually the time for me to actually begin but of course I had inspiration from a client of mine who just decided someone who said no you can do it then I just decided to just go for it at uh, 2009. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of the many things which keep people from studying or studying any further is a lack of money. I think yes. most black people go, go through that. What is your message to them who may have reached that stage and think, well, I can't actually reach my dreams because I can't afford to study? For me, it's just more about purpose, number one. Um, you've got to have a purpose, and number two, and set goals. So as soon as I said to myself that this is what I'm going to do, everything just fell into place. So money wasn't necessarily a, a, a problem, and and that's how I actually just, just because I had a goal, I just knew this is actually what I want, and yes, there were challenges along the way, 
But uh, at the same time, things just came true for me. Yeah, and uh, and I studied, and uh, and I remained focused for the entire duration of my studies, and then we took it from there. My mom is quite proud. She's very proud because she obviously know where we come from, but she also know what is it that I wanted. And uh, she also believed she had the faith in me that I would actually go beyond than what she could give me and just try to, to just make this happen for myself. And, and I did. You say, um, because she knows where you guys come from and how you were raised, was it a difficult childhood? I would say so. Mm-hmm. I would say that my childhood was actually quite difficult in a sense that I started working when I was 13 years old and I, throughout my high school career, so to speak, I worked all the way to matric. What were you doing at 13? I worked at supermarkets, I've worked at bottle stores, <laughs> I worked at Coke, I worked at uh, one of the guys that is still a, a friend of mine, Dr. Omar's uh, surgery, mm-hmm. but I worked. Yeah. I really had and to... And whilst you were at school? Uh, yeah. Like I said, I went from Senate 6 all the way to matric, mm-hmm. and as a result, I didn't quite do that well mm-hmm. uh, in matric. But for me, I also had to do what I needed to do for my mother, because when I was working, I was also supporting my mother, because my mother... She still is actually uh, she's a domestic worker. So, yeah. So it was difficult. But after failing Matric, because he was holding down so many jobs, he was gutted and ashamed. He fled his hometown of Port Shepston and moved to Johannesburg. He lived in Tembisa with a relative. There, he put himself through night school so he could pass Matric. When I came to job work, it was 2000. And uh, I just came to, to look for work. But I didn't know what is it that I was actually looking for because I knew that I couldn't afford to go to, to university. Uh, so I moved into to Tembisa with my aunt in a one-bedroom. But I started working, I mean, driving trucks in 2001 and uh, sweeping floors and all of those things until I went to Joburg and I saw a gym at Madison And I thought, okay, maybe because this is what I love because I've been training from the age of 16 and I'm now 19. Maybe I should actually go and look for a job at the gym. But uh, I went everywhere. I couldn't find anything until I just went to Melrose. And I didn't even know it was a virgin active at that time. I just walked in, asked them if I, I could get a job. They gave me a fitness manager's number. His name was Ryan. And then the rest is history. And that's how I actually... But I've never... I didn't even know what a personal trainer was prior to me going to, to virgin active. Yeah, but you looked the parts. <laughs> yeah, I certainly have looked the parts. And... Uh, and, and I've been training I mean, for many years. And then obviously, then I, I got hired at, at Melrose Arch, a virgin active, and then just, then everything just unfolded, unfolded. And yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, so, as the 16 year old, what drew you to training and gym? What was it about it that was appealing to you? I always like to stay fit. Always like to stay fit. And the only way that I could at that time in Pochepson was to go to a gym. And now Pochepson is actually not far from the beach. So you would find that most of the guys in December will go and show off the muscles and all of that. So I kind of like that. So I actually didn't join the gym. I actually went and spoke to, to a guy who owned the gym, Sean, because I couldn't afford to pay membership. So he said, you can actually clean the gym. So I, so I used to clean this gym. And that's how I actually started training. So, and four years down the line, I'm now here in Joburg working at Melrose, and that's how it actually came about. So I started as a, I started as a lifestyle consultant. 
then from there I got exposed, people told me, you'll make a good personal trainer. Okay, what is a personal trainer? Then I found out, okay, you need to study, study exercise science. Then I took it from there. Because I, yeah, so I mean, that's how I actually became uh, a personal trainer. Yes, but it was never an idea of mine to actually be a personal trainer. It just came about, but because also I've been training for, for three years, I've been prior to that. What has worked for me is just to remain focused. That is just remain focused. You know what you want and you just uh, go after it. That's, that's number one. And number two, to remain consistent. I mean, it goes without saying one has to remain consistent. And number three, just have the discipline. And uh, when you're disciplined, I mean, everything will just come into place. So it's discipline, consistency, and just remain focused. And everything will just come together. So that's what I would say, whoever wants to pursue whatever is it that they want to pursue, just remain focused, I mean, primarily. Yeah? Because if you focus, nothing can disturb you. And uh, nothing. I mean, you'll have little challenges there and there, but at the end of the day, you know where you want. Uh, sorry, I mean, like, you know what you want, and then you just take it from there. Now that he's finally made it, he can't wait to take that oath. It's going to be in Pretoria. Uh, it's going to be on a Friday. And uh, I'll be in front of two judges. And on that particular day, I will get admitted as an attorney. That's incredible. Yeah. Looking forward to it. No, definitely. It's actually, for me, like I said, when my teacher told me in primary school that I should become an attorney or a lawyer, she said, actually, I took it very seriously. And I knew that I wanted to actually become a personal trainer, but then I knew that there were kind of small obstacles. One of it was money, but I knew that if I just believed in my in, in my dreams and uh, and be patient and just persevere, eventually I'm going to get it. And I thought that I'll possibly get it at 25, but I didn't quite get it then. I had to wait a little bit longer. So I persevered and I was a bit patient, I must be honest with you, until I'm now getting it at uh, 35. <laughs> so, yes, that's still very young. Yes. So, so, yes, I mean, that's, yeah. So it's something that I've, for me, when they told me in February that your date is going to be the 18, mm-hmm. it was quite a special moment for me because I knew, okay, this is actually what I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. And now it's actually eventually is going to happen yeah. on the 18th. So it's very special for me. And on that day, I, I can tell you it's going to be even more special. So I'm bringing my mom up as, yeah, and then my daughter, and then, yeah. Then we just take, yeah, so for me, it's, it's more special than, than anything, uh, I mean, anything else. They're prominent, they're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua, saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. Find more real success stories at thesolutionslab.co.za.